Welcome to another Biz Radio Spotlight feature, where we like to introduce you to area businesses and the people behind them. If you'd like to see your business or organization have a spotlight on them, just visit Biz Radio and click on the Spotlight tab, and it'll walk you through from there. Now let's go ahead and meet this episode's Spotlight feature. And we want to welcome back for this Spotlight feature, Marty Reed. She's with Capital Bank Card of Asheville, a great friend to the station and of mine. Great to have you back on the Spotlight, Marty. Thanks for having me, Matt. Absolutely. So today we have a specific topic we're going to dive into and kind of inform people about and everything, and that is PCI. What is PCI? PCI is a payment card industry of security standards, and what that basically means is it's a merchant's insurance against being hacked. And there's so much discussion lately about cybersecurity, and this is sort of our industry's version of that, because if you're a store, a business owner, and um, you are taking information electronically by way of everybody's credit cards that you do business with, and you want that information to be secure. All the information that you take in your business needs to be secure. And anybody working in the security industry will tell you, you better be protected. Hmm. Um, And so if you were to get hacked as a business owner, the liability is on you, not on me as the customer. And so um, somebody hacks your business and you don't have insurance and you're not protected, they also are able to obtain my information as your customer. And it'll put somebody out of business in a heartbeat. Yeah, because I'm thinking about all the touch points on it too. I mean, you know, as consumers, we just go, we pull out our card, boom, we do it, we have a transaction, we go. But, you know, I've also been the victim of of identity theft uh, one Mm -hmm. time uh, many years ago. They took some – this is when I was still using checks in the mailbox, and I had the little Mm -hmm. flag up on the side of my mailbox, and they took things out of the mail, the outgoing mail, and there were checks in there with my routing number and account number on it. And, you know, so that makes me think mail. You know, they have to create the cards. They have to send you the cards that tell you what to do to activate them. Uh, But then when you have it, you know, there's the communications back and forth of your data. You know, how is that getting to where it needs to go to approve the transaction? There's the records yeah. that the that the company has. There's a lot more to it than just, oh, I just pull it out of my wallet, make the payment, and then go on my merry way. That's right. And that's why I, I recommend people use a physical card. Don't use your phone. Don't use your watch. Um, use a physical card. Because if when you tap your card, it's a very short, near-field communication transaction. But when you open your phone, you take your time, you get to the payment app, and it's slow going, even though the payment may go fast, you're opening yourself up for trouble. And I've always heard that about, you know, entering in your PIN number on, Mm -hmm. you know, using it as a debit card and entering your PIN number. I've always heard that there's, you know, that there's the potential for problems, not only of people seeing it, but you could have somebody insert like a um, like a mirror drive type capability right. that can get your data from the reader and then your pen as well. Yes, yes. And it's we live in a world today where there are people out there trying every which way to get information and be able to 
either steal your identity in your case or steal your credit card information. I mean, people are walking around with huge limits on their cards. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I don't recommend that. You know, um, I also recommend that if if you have good credit and you want to keep your good credit, freeze all of those um, companies that do the you know, Equifax and all of those, freeze them. Mm. Because if you freeze them, nobody can try and open an account anywhere, even if they have your credit card. They can use the credit card, but they can't open a new account anywhere. So when someone brings in, like, just as an example, someone has a POS, the point-of-sale system that they bring in, um, Mm -hmm. you're saying, you know, the vendor is not necessarily who's responsible for it. It's the, it's the merchant. Um, it's the merchant. Hmm. How do, how do they know? Um, how do they know if it's happening? Cause it seems to me it'd be a software and security issue in what the vendor brings to the table. Well, it's they, the merchant has to be sure that they are not storing information anywhere. They're not keeping information anywhere. They don't have paper records anywhere. It's, it's a, um, there's 12 steps to PCI actually. And um, you need to do a survey every year. For example, if you get on board with us today and it's um, the 27th of October, every October you're going to get a survey. And every October you need to complete that survey and the survey says that you're not storing information, that you're not keeping records any place. It's very short. It's very simple. But if you answer incorrectly to their standards, you're going to wind up with a whole bunch of other questions that you probably, people around here probably don't need to do. It just means you answered one of the early questions incorrectly. Um, and so, um, yeah, cause there's fees and fines that come along with this and everything, you know, I, yeah, I'm absolutely. researching it while you're talking about it and I'm reading up on it and I'm like, I've been a business owner for most of my adult life and I didn't realize the layers that are there for response and how it's evolved. I mean, I remember looking at this back when I formed an S corp and we had a POS system, you know, um, in one of my businesses and, and I remember looking at it then this looks completely different than what it did back then. You know, it's evolved a lot, but I guess payment has evolved. You know, you talked about the phones and the taps, you know, the, the card taps and everything. Um, so, you know, in one sense, I'm reassured that there's an actual, you know, organization that is focused on this and staying up with it and, and giving guidelines for compliance and everything. On the other side, I'm glad you're bringing it up too, because I think probably there's a lot of us out here in business that aren't aware of how much there is to this and how liable we are if we don't meet the criteria. That's right. I mean, I've seen statement most, so many merchants in the Asheville area do not read their merchant services statement. They don't know what's on there. They don't know what to look for. But I'll tell you that at the very bottom of your statement, in most cases, if you are what they call non-compliant, it is costing you money every month because your processor is charging you for not being compliant. And I've seen those charges up to 
the highest I've seen is $125 a month for somebody who is non-compliant. So not only are you at risk, it's costing you money every month. Which puts us at risk. You know, for a lot of businesses here in Western North Carolina, especially where where we broadcast from, you know, um, it's a tourism economy, but it's kind of like an agrarian economy, you know, where you have the summer harvest and you got to make it through winter. You know, it's it's kind of like that for a lot of businesses here. Um, you know, tourism is huge and it's more year round than it used to be, but there is a slowing down that happens in the wintertime. And so anything that's cutting into your margins as a business affects your momentum going into spring. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's your bottom line. And I know that our main processor charges in the neighborhood of, I don't know, between 35 and $40 a month for being non-compliant, yeah. which is still 35 or $40 a month. Well, this is really great and, information, you know, and with the spotlights, you know, they're, they're short focused conversations. And I'm glad that you brought this topic to the table today. Um, are you able to help people kind of guide them a little bit if they wanted to contact you or do you have a, ref- a referral to where you know, beyond this conversation, if people are going, oh, goodness, I, you know, I, I wasn't even looking at this for my business. Yeah. Where do they go from here? What's their call to action at the end of our spotlight here today? Uh, well, they can certainly contact me at marty at capitalbankcardne.com. That's my email address. You can certainly call me at 774 um, if you don't know if you're compliant or not, please contact me. I will help you. Um, it's really, really urgent that people take this to heart and pay attention. All right, and we'll try to make it easy for folks, too. If you're listening on the station right now, if you're listening on Biz Radio, click the little home icon you see on our conversation right now, um, and, and it'll connect you to Marty. And if you're listening on the podcast platforms, where whatever podcast platform you're listening on, um, we'll put the information in the description so people can link through to you. That way, you know, if they're driving or something, you, we don't want them to get in a car accident. We'll make it easy. <laughs> Just click the little home icon on the station or check out the podcast description. Marty, thank you so much. As always, you know, you, you have an eye out for what the best interest is and the best situation is going to be for people in our community and and for businesses and appreciate you being an advocate and and pointing out the things we need to have on our radar. Well, one of my goals is to keep businesses in business. So my pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you, Marty. Thank you for listening to this Biz Radio Spotlight feature. If you'd like to have a Spotlight feature on your business, click on the Spotlight tab and it'll walk you through from there. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.